We saw some guy look just like Tony looking over the balcony. Yeah. Good looking guy. Yeah, new, with he, a new haircut? I thought he was going to jump. <laughs> he had a haircut, yeah. he had a haircut too? I don't That's know if his hair was on point like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On. Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, she said you had a bad haircut? Nah. Said it's old. I, oh, it's hilarious. So I'm up at the dollar store and this lady's blocking away. She's got to be, honest to God, she's 85, 90 if she's not, you know, 100. What's that? So she's, uh, I said, oh, excuse me, miss. I said, oh, he wouldn't lie. And she turns around and she looks at me. She's got oxygen. She's on a walker. She's got big glasses. She's looking. Oh, she's looking at me. You ain't half bad. I go, oh, yeah. I go, well, I said, I'm, I'm going to take that, that that it's a good thing. She goes, it's a very good thing. I said, well, what can I do to make myself the other, the other half, half good, yeah. right? And she goes, I don't know. And then she's staring at me. She goes, oh, you got a widow's peak. I go, oh, no. What the hell? What the hell's a widow's peak, yeah. man? This little Eddie Munster thing happening there. And she goes, oh. I said, is that good or bad? She goes, it's very attractive. I go, <laughs> I go, well, listen, I'm in the line right now to play the lottery. Am I getting lucky or what? Yeah. She's like, maybe you will. I said, well, can I give you an extra buck? Will you change your mind? Uh-huh. <laughs> it was holy, dude. It yeah. was holy. You ain't half bad. Yeah, you funny. ain't half bad. I'm like, watch it, Tim. Yeah, and you know what? My age. A widow's peak. Listen, am I getting lucky? Yeah. At my age, when you have an 85-year-old lady cougar. Hitting on you. I'll I get take, old, I'll take I get old ladies all the time. All the, not, not to steal your thunder, but I was nah, yeah, You stole my thunder. A lot of, I did. Didn't he? Are, are we recording here? It's a lot of older women. <laughs> yeah, we black, are. It's a, a lot of older black women. Oh, yeah? I thought this lady was going to add. I was coming out of, uh, across from um, Blue Turks, the Wawa there, because I was working in Essington that whole summer. I don't know. I think he has the destination wrong. Right. Could have been the opposite. That, yeah. No. You're coming out of, go ahead. So yes. that's why it was on work time. Yeah. So I'm walking out. This For lady, the buffet. This. Yeah. Nice old black lady said, "Across, she goes, excuse me, sir." So I come over. I said, uh, "Hello, ma'am. You lost." I figured she wants because you're handsome. <laughs> and I, I was like, I Take swear, it. I was blushing. Take I it wrong. I, I was like, bull, 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 bull. <laughs> you know, yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, thank you, eh? You're like, beautiful. You take it, you take it, and <laughs> I said thank you, ma'am. Well, I was working up in St. Joe's, and I talked to all the Cleveland ladies there, and. uh I'm walking, too, out, I'm walking out with my boss. He's 28. I'm 63 right, at the time. And uh, the one black the one black lady I know, I, I was I just come back from the shore, and I, I put my arm up to her, and I go, not quite there yet. And she goes, I'm catching you up, though. She says, and, my, and the kid, he's 28. He's, my, he's the manager. He goes, I don't know what's with him. She goes, well, you know what they say, the darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. He, he was embarrassed. He walked away. I thought, oh, man. Like, oh. well, when, I, when I know it's coming, <clears throat> I'm fine you, with you it. You could tell sometimes when it's coming. Yeah. And, but this lady totally got me. Like She said, excuse me, sir. She waved me over. Okay. She had to be in her like, yeah. mid-80s. Yeah. Yeah, real nice. You yeah. know, like, like the grandmom type. Got to take I'm it. I'm like, yes, ma'am. Can I help you? You're very handsome. <laughs> Listen, right. at our age, got to embrace that because we don't get it too often. I knew things were changing in my life when I went to the CVS or whatever it was, and the real cute girl behind the counter says, Mister, um, excuse me, sir. Mister, yeah. hello, you're next. Mister, like, Mr. worse than Sarah. Yeah. Sir? Like what? Yeah. Mr. In our Mr. age, what? Than- we talk about this, right? We're stuck at whatever the I'm 17. Can. There you go. I'm I'm... I'm I like to say I was in my 20s, but I'm not really in my 20s. I think I'm, uh, you know yeah, what? I still laugh at the stupid stuff. So do I. Yeah, I know. Me. I mean, I, I tell Even people I'm 23 in my head. I might be 23 in my 
because I still had a sense. I don't think I've ever not had a sense of humor or not laughed at stupid stuff. Stupid stuff is some of the funniest stuff, personally. Oh, definitely. People, and then, you know, people might look at that as immaturity. I don't see it as immaturity. I see it as having a sense of humor. People are well, too you serious have to, You have today. to have a sense of humor. Yeah, man. God has a sense of humor. He, uh, oh, well, that and a vengeful side, too, when he invented ticks and mosquitoes. Oh, I'm not a fan oh, at all. There's no reason, no reason for them other than to feed the opossums, right? Ticks, opossums. And opossums. bats, right? And bats. But guess what? You're not going to believe us. possums down the, the woods. I would the never crib. catch them, but I, I remember corning them. <laughs> and then they would not play dead like we always expect. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they weren't? mess with them until he plays dead. <laughs> they don't always play dead. They play, get the bleep away from you. You know, <laughs> Really? Fat, Do they yeah. hiss and everything? They have pointy oh, yeah? teeth. They oh, they really got nasty looking teeth, teeth man. Yeah. I guess to get the grubs, you know, get that down in the ground or whatever. But um, speaking of bats, yeah. my sister got possums. bit by a bat. When? Uh, two days ago. Thought it was like a leaf. On the ground, oh, and uh, she goes, no, "I think that's a bat." And she had a bag, a real thick bag, and she tried to move it. And she said she just felt like a, uh, like a little sting, you know. And she's like, "Look," and she didn't see anything, so she went to the ER. And they're like, "If you felt a sting, they got you. It got you." So she's hit. She's hitting up rabies shots. Now. Oh, and yeah. So she, was she bleeding? Uh, no, I don't think she was. I forgot to ask her about wow. that, but um, I don't think she was. But yeah, um, that can't be pleasant. No, you know, I had floor duty at Century Twenty One one day, and the ladies down in the title company. I hear them screaming, "The kebab, there's a bat!" I go, "Where's it at?" And he's like up on the wall. So I get a big broom and I whack, bam, and he just drops, boom, and I stick a thing over top. They said, "Did you have to kill him?" I I was like, "You were in a panic, right? What are you gonna do?" (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't gonna do like. Oh, okay, you go. Do you want to? Do you want me to, to get him or not? <laughs> My kids were uh, uh, in in kindergarten. Well, one was in I think uh, kindergarten. The other one was in first grade or second grade, whatever it was. The difference, but uh, the kid in the kindergarten teacher, I hear all screaming, and uh, I'm like, "What's going on around there, man?" You know. So uh, I made my way. By the time I made my way, there was a police officer that had had been passing by. One of the teachers called the police officer up. There's a squirrel in here. There's a squirrel in here. And the squirrel's like trying to run on this slick floor and he can't get any traction. So he's doing the old, yeah, the Flintstones. Yeah, exactly. Right. So the cop, he can't get this squirrel out for nothing. He's got a broom. He's, I said, dude, don't you play hockey? I said, give me that, give me that broom. I stick handle, I stick handle the squirrel <laughs> out the front door and wrist shot him. It was hilarious. I wish I had it on camera. And uh, he just looked at me. He's like, well, I guess I didn't. Like, yeah. <laughs> Hey, dude, we the, had the same mission. Get squirrel to the down low. Hey. <laughs> oh, crazy, man. Well, anyway, hey, everybody. You're listening to Finding Subjects Podcast. I'm Tony. I'm Bink. And Bob. What's happening? Bob, How are you guys doing since the last time we saw you? I'm doing well. Doing well. Bob. Having a good day. Bob's having a great day. A good day or a great day? A great day. I'm gonna, great I'm, day I just, we see what I did to you right there? Yeah. I convinced you it's not just a good day. It's a great day. Well, it's, it's a great, great day. day. It is a great day. Tim McGraw, it's a great day to be alive. No, it's not Tim McGraw. That's uh, a country guy. George Strait? No, it's not George Strait. That's the only other country guy. I can guy picture him. He's I got know. long hair. He's got like a Fu Manchu. That's a good song. The one Fu Manchu. The Southern Whiskey Guy. Oh, that's it's, a Tim McGraw song. Tennessee that's Whiskey? not Tim McGraw. No. 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 I'll say Travis Tennessee Tripp. Travis Tripp. Might be Travis Tripp. Travis Tripp. Okay. 
Let me see. Who's the guy that sang did Six Seconds on a Bull Named Fu Manchu? Uh, that's Tim McGraw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good song. Skydiving. Yeah, that's a good song. Yeah, Travis Tritt is a great day to be alive. Yeah, so my uh, my buddy who passed away, that was his song. Um, <clears throat> and my and his brother coming back from the cemetery, um, or wherever they were going, and they were just talking about his brother Jimmy, about that song, a band that comes on the radio. And he's like, man, it's, we talk about these little signs mm-hmm. sometimes, especially this last. I don't know if you guys got an opportunity to listen to the, ep- the episode where I was speaking to Father. Um, it was really yeah, cool. It, and we yeah. talked about it. He, he's like, embrace that, man. When you see those signs, I started thinking about what happened with you down in Baltimore when you met the homeless guy. And, you know, he turns and looks at you. And it's like, you know, people, somebody ought to do something about that yeah. with, with feeding the, the homeless and such. And then Bob starts this Thanksgiving dinner. That yeah. my God, what are we at? Now? It's a Thanksgiving event now. <laughs> it's how many? Like how many years has that been? Uh, Twenty eight. It's amazing. Wow! Man. It started off. We started like, with forty. We delivered forty meals and forty or fifty people ate at the church. And twenty, you know, before the pandemic, we delivered eighteen hundred meals to shut-ins throughout the county. Wow! Amazing. Everywhere in Delaware County. Wow, that's good, man. Hundreds of volunteers. Oh my God. Yeah, it's something, it's a, and my, I mean, a lot of kids, like my own kids, just kind of grew up there. You yeah, know? like yeah, they we did, you know, from when they before they could walk. I remember bringing them in there with little, uh, what do you call that? Not a bassinet, little car seat thing, mm-hmm. and he sat in that. Yeah. They went in the toy room and played and stuff like that. But and they that got was, big enough to go out and deliver yeah. meals with, with, with their dad. Out there, kid. I'll stay so, here. You go deliver. Yeah. So a lot going on this time <laughs> since the last time I, I saw you guys. But what we're going to do is. Um, after I, I was just thinking about when we did that uh, growing up in Delco or you know being Delco, I thought that was really cool that we embrace our, where we come from and it's just a great place to live. And it just got me thinking about everybody. But also I heard a conversation recently. Um, I'm going to have to dig my wallet out because this is really important. It was, it was a small business owner and the guy was talking about just the hammering that he's getting right now from the likes of like Amazon and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He's just a small guy, the small shoe store, but the manufacturers and such, he's just a very small number, but he's been doing this for 20 years. It's over in Aston and I'm going to go get his card right now and read that out. But what I was thinking about is just a uh, real quick, I just uh, local shout outs to local businesses, friends of ours and friends that you might know and don't know or whatever. And if you guys have anybody you want to mention, um, but I think it's important that, um, as Americans, we we kind of try to do some business here. You know, what I mean, with these local people. You know, now sure. support the local business. Yeah, it's just you know, I think it's a pretty American thing to do. But you know what? I think a lot of young people and maybe us older ones alike aren't understanding the impact and the severity of like once these people go, once this all goes, then what are you going to have? Now, I'm I'm a big fan of Amazon. I'm a big fan of a lot of these big box stores and stuff like that. But my wife, being a small business, I see the importance of what it does for our family. Magnify, that's the word I'm looking for, that by how many times, and small businesses are indeed the backbone of the American economy. So uh, we'll take a real quick pause real quick. I'll go grab this guy's card. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah, for a guy. Sorry. You guys want something to drink while I'm up? If you got a bottle of water, Tone. That's it? Yeah, I left mine home like a knucklehead. I forgot to give him a hint. Nah, <laughs> buzzing. Dude, how about a brew? Uh, no, thanks. Maybe later, sir. Okay. Uh, I don't. I know we don't have bottles of water, but I can. Uh, yeah. Glass of water. Yeah. I'm gonna do that. You see what happened? I got rid of my wallet. See that? Well, the sun's out. Uh, you're okay, buddy. Is that a widow's peak wallet? That's a widow's peak wallet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a hint tone. It was a strawberry 
strawberry cherry or strawberry watermelon, whatever it was. Right. I put it down next to my keys. And then I turned to get something else. So I turned back around. I grabbed my keys and my glasses. Dude. Probably what it was. I do that so often. It's like it's driving me down. I forgot the glasses. My wife's yelling down. Somebody's in the driveway waiting for you. Yeah. I didn't know because you didn't answer when I texted Bobby T. So I said, all right, let me hit the group. Maybe Bobby T's got a wrong number there. You said I'm here? Yeah. You might have thought that was for me. No. I thought it was for me. I thought you were here. Oh, so I was, okay. Uh, no, I was, I'll buzz in, buzz in. I said, hit the number. No, no. That's what that was about. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, man. That's no, weird. I texted Bob saying, hey, Bob, I'm here. So did you come together? Well, Bob yeah. was in a... Oh, dude, I'm like, Bob, I said, I said to God, that's kind of strange. I said, Bob, uh, Bob drove separately. I said, maybe he's not feeling good. No, I texted Bob. That's so Hey, crazy. Bob, I'm on the way. Oh. And I didn't get an okay or any kind of recognition. Gotcha. So I'm like, well, maybe I have a wrong thing. <laughs> I was uh, taking care of some business. There you go. I go to the bank often and take some care of business as well. (laughs) So real quick, I'm going to try to blast down some of these local businesses. So so it's E-Footwear, family owned and operated by David Elson. And that is on 301 Dutton Mill Road in Brookhaven. Um, They had a a place in Prospect at one time. Did they? I believe so. Okay. But he's been here since 1982, uh, St. James graduate. And what I found very interesting is, you know, when we look for shoes – it's always the big stores, you know, sure. and I and my daughter, um, her and her uh, boyfriend are very into running. You know, they do a lot of running and she bought a really nice pair of Brooks there. She goes, you got to go check that store out because it's, it's bigger than you think. And I'm like, where, where are you talking? I just never really took. It's on the left hand side. It is. Turn off of 352. Yeah. Yeah. If you're heading towards that side about quarter mile yep. down roughly. Well, what a nice selection they have in there. So okay. uh, um, for you Ducko folks, eFootwear. Um, it's efootwear.com if you want to check it out. Family owned and operated by David Elson since 1982. But what we're also going to do here, I'm just going to blast down some of these businesses. And if you are looking for something, I'm going to list it all on uh, the Facebook page. We'll, we'll list it up by tomorrow. We'll have all these names. And if you're looking to do some business locally, maybe you can give these folks a shot. If you're in the market for photography, Casey Wood. Casey's.photography is her website. Engagement pictures, family portraits, weddings, senior proms or senior, senior portraits. Uh, headshots, whatever you need. I think we're going to need some headshots, right? With our new haircut. We all got haircuts here. We're looking good. <laughs> Check that so uh, we might have to get some headshots. Um, but Casey's awesome. I can definitely attest to her. And great person, great uh, young lady. And um, uh, just did our did our daughter's uh, photographs for uh, graduation. Double Decker Pizza. Just want to have to say hello to Double Decker Pizza and Double Dimitri Decker and our pizza. friend there, the home of the Inside Out. Edge Transmission in West Grove, Pennsylvania. You got a uh, transmission problem? Go see Ed. Excellent. Uh, Roger Church over there at Church's Auto Shop. 45 years in Delco. Delco owned and operated, family owned and operated. One of the last local auto shops. Uh, in fact, it might be the last owned in Delco. Is it Church's Auto Parts? Yeah, it used parts? to be Church's. Yeah, it used to be Church's Speed Shop. Did I say Church's Speed no, Shop? No, no, no. I'm asking. Was it, in was my it head. Church's yeah, auto but it's parts. Church's Auto Shop, and they are now on. Uh, they're still on uh, Route 13, Chester Pike down there in Prospect Park. Brand new building. And uh, Roger, go see Roger. He'll hook you up. Uh, Temple Cats. Just how it says, like Temple University. Well, Temple Cats, uh, their page is on Facebook. And basically what these folks do up there, they go out into the community. Um, they they ask their, stu- their students there at Temple that volunteer. They give food and different stuff to uh, to these students. And those students go out and take care of different areas with these feral cats or, or just homeless cats that are out there. They spay and neuter them. Is that right? Spay and neuter the cat? Yeah. Oh, TNR them. You tag them. And, and that's where we got our buddy Samba. He's from there. 
Uh, so, yeah, go look up Temple Cats on Facebook. That would be great. Dupes Auto and Tire in Prospect Park. Uh, real great guy. I know his family. But if you're looking for anything, any kind of repairs, you can get that done over there in Prospect Park at Dupes. Dave's by the park. Okay. We all know Dave's. Dave's by Paws. the park. By the park. Over in Aston. Hello, guys. Uh, crew at Crozier EMS. Want to say hello to those guys and girls. Guys and gals. Folks. Today's Pest Solutions LLC Trust Today's. For a better tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. That's today's pestsolutions.com. Call Steve Ramasco at 610 522 9500. He's a longtime listener as well to this show. Today's, today's Pest Solutions LLC. Call Steve Ramasco, 610 522 9500. What else did I have here? I got more. KPK Contracting, handling your contracting needs inside and out, local, licensed, and insured. And you can ask for Kevin over there at 610-308-4052. It's a really uh, township-based uh, business, KPK Contracting. So I just wanted to thank you all for uh, saying hello to me today and uh, not minding being on here and having a little shout-out. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Local, business. local businesses. All right. So uh, where can we begin? I got a lot of pieces of paper. Listener questions? Did you I did, yeah. Questions? Did you see that? I was looking through them. Some of your writing, I can't really make That's out. That's good. So. I pre- I'll tell you about my Nothing's handwriting. Bad. Well, here's my handwriting. What I did purposely, the very last day of Catholic school, the very last day, the very last thing that I wrote in Catholic school, I Diagram purposely- Diagram the sentence in invisible ink. <laughs> I, know. I purposely printed because we weren't allowed to print. We had, yeah. we had a, what do you call that? Scr- uh, what do you cursive. call that? Cursive. I had to do cursive all the time. I'm like, that's it. And I haven't done cursive since other than to sign my signature. But, uh, yeah, so um, I was thinking I'm going to ask you guys some questions tonight. And then we're going to get into uh, some questions from the audience in regards to uh, whatever. kind of opened it up. Um, but this is also going to kind of uh, tag along into what we were talking about. Tonight we were going to do just Beatles. We had a couple of guests that unfortunately came down with COVID. So we didn't want to jump into that because I think that they're really going to add a lot to the show when we yeah, get them here. Yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, um, and they're very so, knowledgeable, you know, extremely knowledgeable. Um, hopefully Bob can still do it. Uh, he's a guitarist of a, a, a band that um, is a local band. He's an incredible guitarist, but also uh, he knows a very large uh, number of Beatle tunes. So Beatle. Nice. Beatle tunes. Uh, and then Beatles. Lisa, we're going to let Lisa on. Lisa's going to be our uh, ace in the hole when it comes to some serious Beatles trivia. She's a uh, long time. Uh, what do you call that? Be- I want to call her a Beatles Beatle aficionado. Ologist. No pressure. Yeah. Beatle- Beatleologist. I like that. I like that. A Beatleologist. Right? So, Sounds uh, good. So, yeah. So instead of getting in with the Beatles tonight, I have some questions for you guys, right? <clears throat> and it goes into my thoughts of today, you know, getting all deep in regards to music and life and the whole nine yards. Um, uh, Bob, I'll start with you if you don't mind. If I had to ask you a question about your music taste, what type of music could you use to describe your life? Would that be an easy question or would that be a hard one for you? Well, I mean, my music taste and but like, music so, that fits my life is too different. <laughs> well, you're talking point. about something that would... I, wanna, I want, so just for the heck of it, I want you to give us both if you want to. Because so, there is a discrepancy in sometimes what we like and what would paint a picture of us in regards to music. So Yeah. So, so at different times in my life, Different ta- songs had different had meanings for me. Right. So, um, 
back in uh, 92, 93. I lost my mother, father, and sister, who was my only sibling, in a 15-month span. And uh, different songs would come on. So I think there was one by Mariah Carey and uh, Boys to Men called, I Know You're Smiling Down on Me from Heaven. Yeah, I think I'm just the way. That. Yeah, did, and then uh, you know when my dad passed, that Mike and the Mechanics. Is he? He who was he from? He was from a band. Paul Carrick was uh, with Mike uh, yeah. Rutherford from Genesis. Genesis. Okay. Gen- Mike he was Rutherford with was the main guy, but Paul Carrick was um, with Ace. Boom, yeah. Boom, uh, oh, oh, yeah. So I mean, when my dad passed, Mike and Mechanics had a song out. If I could have told him in the living years, the living years, yeah, mm. and uh, that that gave some meaning to me, but to to you know how I was feeling at the time. But as far as like my taste in music, what I would play to li- for my listening taste would be uh, right now probably seventies, eighties R and B. Recorded in Philly at the. Um, Sigma Sound Studio. Sigma Sound. And, uh, you know, <laughs> and that's different it, part. That, uh, it, like, if I had to explain, if I had to describe <clears throat> you to some people, that the Sigma Sound yeah. is is exactly what pictures, like, uh, if, if, if music can paint a picture is what I'm getting a little deep here in the creative <laughs> imagination, because where I'm going with that is uh, there's a there's a phrase here that Albert Einstein had once said, and this is what started me today going off this different tangent. Um, imagination is more important than knowledge. Right. And supposedly I was, it's a quote from Albert Einstein, which I kind of think is fascinating because um, that is what I always encourage in my kids to. Yeah, it's cool to have book smarts and all that, but you got to free your mind mm-hmm. and like just think outside of the box at all times. Um, something that helps me do that is music. And everything comes back to music, right? Yeah. So today I'm thinking about that's yeah, a really cool phrase. Imagination is more important than knowledge. And I'm like, all right, so let's use our imagination just a little bit. If music could paint a picture of who we were. Okay. Well, so when I was like a teenager hanging around the Darby Swim Club, you know, Beach Boys were a hot item mm-hmm. at that time, you know, and Surfer Girl and mm-hmm. uh, Help Me Rhonda and, uh, you know, Little Deuce Coop and all this, mm-hmm. the races. So I was always like daydreaming about surfboards in California and Pennsylvania. I think that's East where my Coast. love for the beach come from, you know. It's it's funny that like I mean I you know, the movie that set that off for me was American Graffiti. Yeah, you great, know? Uh, yeah. yeah. Great movie. Yeah, fantastic, yeah. right? Um and who was the beautiful blonde driving a T Bird? Oh. I forget who that was. Was Suzanne that Suzanne Summers? Summers? Yeah. yeah. Was it Suzanne? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Very young Suzanne Summers, but yeah, that whole vibe. And who was driving her? Oh man. No, no, she. No, Harrison Ford. Harrison, Harrison Ford, Ford yeah, was. He was driving he was, Mackenzie Phillips. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, no, he no. was Milner, wasn't he? No, uh, not Milner. Milner was driving. Yeah, Mackenzie Milner Phillips drove Mackenzie Phillips. No, and then Harrison Ford, Ford driving, he, he drove the 55 the, Harrison Sandy, Ford was the guy looking for Milner. Milner. Race he wanted to race Mackenzie Phillips jumped in. She was yeah. driving the car she, with Harrison yes, Ford. Yes, she did jump in with him, I think. And he was like, hey, kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? But yeah, he wanted to race. He wanted to drag. And that was a 55 Chevy or a 56 Chevy? The black one, yeah, beautiful car, yeah. How about that, man? Yeah, some, yeah a lot of uh, and just a lot of stars back in the days that you know appeared in that movie. Um, but yeah, when I saw Great that stuff. show, and then the other one was, uh, oh my, New Bomb. What was that movie? Uh, 
Oh, my God. Something Nights? Hollywood Nights? Hollywood Nights. Hollywood Nights. They're about to cruise and into race cars. The same thing. That kind of okay. same California feel growing up in California. I had that same vibe, man. You know, and definitely love the Beach Boys in that aspect, thinking about the beach. And it was so funny when we were there, I don't know, two or three years ago, Manhattan Beach. And there's a dude like, you know, ah, surf lessons, man. You ever want to mm-hmm. surf? I'm just like looking at everybody. <laughs> and my kids are like, yo, dad, you just got a hip. Not this trip. <laughs> I'm like, it. no, come on, <laughs> man. They're like, I said, it's on my bucket list. And they're like, nope, sorry. <laughs> Not happening on this trip. So, you, uh, you know, back in them days, man, surfboards were big, made out yeah. of wood. They had to wax them. With yeah. these, Sex wax. And they had the, uh, that, that was a big, um, Men's bathing suits had these big back pockets because that's where the surfers uh, kept their wax in. Okay. <laughs> My nephew's a, a big surfer and all his kids too. He's, he's traveled. Michael, you know, he's traveled to uh, California. He surfed up and down California. Yeah, my nephew. Uh, yeah. My sister's son, who's yeah, he's only uh, nine years younger than myself. So, but he's been in Costa Rica. No kidding. Surfing. And he's telling me that there's uh, alligators. I'm like, forget that. Yeah, I'm not surfing in Costa Rica. That's not going to happen. No. All right. So, uh, Big, how about you, man? I mean, uh, the same thing of what music type uh, could be used by you to describe your life or maybe even you? I'm all over the place. Yeah. I'm a hodgepodge of like everything. It depends on my moods, which most people are like that. Yeah. I can't listen to one type of music all the time. I like uh, metal, the Beatles, some rap, older rap. I got to say older rap. Yeah, for me as well. Yeah. You know, like, uh, but, you know, I could go from Black Sabbath to James Taylor to Eric B and Rakim in the same day. uh, I think I'm schizophrenic. Well, my music, (laughs) if you looked at my musical taste, you'd say, uh, I'm, you're schizophrenic and so am I. Yeah. (laughs) It's like because of, uh, I'm a music schizophrenic. I'm the same way, you know, in regards to that. But I mean, it always does go back to the Beatles, you know, with that, they were the original soundtrack, Uh, but then it, yeah, it's it's segued right into Crosby, Stills and Nash and Young Mm -hmm. and then then Neil Young himself. And then, um, even into the James Kang and to, uh, Deep Purple, Black Sabbath. I mean, from all of that, my we had an aunt that worked for WFIL. So we had uh, stacks and stacks of albums that said promotional copy, not for sale. You know, it was yeah. just nice mm. to have them all. Cool. And uh, so thank God that we had music, you know, in our lives in that aspect. So I'm going to jump uh, a little further. And Bob, you kind of entered this prior. But any song that reminds you of a loved one, it could be that, uh, what you already mentioned, or you got something else you know, to add on to that. There was one song I know you was a, a religious song that you were telling me about. It reminds me of your sister. Um, I don't remember what uh, what that song was. You had mentioned that. Oh, to me. yeah. They played it at her funeral. Okay. And uh, the thing is, it, um, is it I, Lord? Okay. I've heard you calling in the night. You, yeah. They play them at a lot. Now, well, there's a really good version. For a version. couple years. Yeah. Anytime I heard that song, I would just break apart. Oh, yeah. Man. Sure. There's just songs like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely. There's a version of that um, uh, that I'm going to share. Maybe I, what I'm going to try to do this episode is uh, put some, several songs on this episode, and I'm going to release that. So that'll be a fir- the first one that comes up on Spotify. I'm going to tell you a funny yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. I had I'm a I had prostate cancer seven years ago, and I and I was seeing a guy in Plymouth meeting where I had follow up radiation. Was was a real cool guy. He was my age, so I like kind of went with him because he understood, mm-hmm. you know, my problems a little bit better. So he was going to retire, you know, and I was like, oh man, you know. He said, well, you know, 
I got things I do on my, and I'm a cantor at my church. So I tell him about this song. Is it I, Lord? You know, I said, I couldn't, I couldn't, I had a crack. I just couldn't uh, listen to it. He goes, I know that song. And he sits in the office and he starts belting it out. Is it I, Lord? Wow. I know the song. Yeah, I know the great song. Uh, And and I'm getting misty-eyed listening. He he was a good singer, this guy. That's how music can grab and reaches (laughs) and touches your soul, really. It it just reaches deep into you. And that song, you know, that's a song that I think I predominantly hear at funerals. Yeah. And after you said that, I went home and I was like, I got to check that song out, like find that song. And then I found this version I'm going to share. It's the song that I'm going to play on this episode. Um, but it's a, it's a, I don't know who, who he is. And he, and it's, he's playing an acoustic guitar. Hmm. It is a beautiful, he does, does a beautiful job. But wow. what a deep song. And I love, so we can talk about Christian music as well. If we even segue into like the, some of the songs that you hear at church. Of like when you listen to those words and if you do have, you know, your faith in God. Um, whatever your higher power, maybe we're going to talk about God right here now. Um, man, when when something's so beautiful, and you hear that, and think exactly what you just said, man, it reaches into your into your soul, yeah, and it, it just you. like it catches you. And another one is Ave Maria for my mom. Oh, yeah. For me, that's yeah. like that's just her. Look, man, I get freaking mm, sure, popping know, up with that feeling. one. That's just that song. Boom, yeah, instantly her. Yeah. yeah. So uh, and and sung by the right person, right. which to me. We talk about gifts sometimes that God gives us, be a, you know, the gift of gab or whatever it might be, or uh, just being cool or empathetic to people. Um, when I encounter people with the gift of music and, and their um, willingness to share that blows my mind. Just mm. I can't get enough of that. I'm thinking to myself, like even when you look at, you know, Carrie Underwood or, um, or any of these like fantastic singers, I often wonder, um, when's the first time you found out you could sing? You know, I'm like, what, who was there when you belted out that very first song and, and you hit it perfectly? What a gift to acknowledge and embrace. Now, everybody wants to be a singer. So many people do mm-hmm. nowadays with the, you know, to TikTok and all that type of stuff. But, and I, and I know, I know from encountering other musicians that I personally know how many great <clears throat> musicians are out there. Not everybody can make it, but really cool about socially. There's yeah. so, so much talent out there. Oh, it's never going to be a, discovered. That's stuff. a beautiful thing about, um, about uh, TikTok and all the, and, and YouTube and such and Facebook and all that you can share that now. You know, so maybe you, in fact, I just put something up again on, I'm asking people to go to finding subjects page on Facebook. We've been really active on there. And I just put another post up there on today about um, our cousin from Texas, her son-in-law. Um, you should hear this kid sing. Incredible. So he's, he's like a country Western singer. Check this kid out. Go to the Facebook uh, Finding Subjects page and please follow it and check it out. So we're going to, you know, we hear about people who have a musical ability and they want to have their song. Let's send it in, man. We'll put it on there. It's not a problem. That's what this all is, this is all about, this forum, to, you know, share your gift. And uh, so, yeah, if you are a singer and you want to you put it up, I'll put it up for you. It's not a problem. Yeah. So if you're, uh, if you're a Christian singer, you can come to our church and perform. Yeah. Anytime. Like that guy. He was awesome. <laughs> he was so good, man. Okay, so uh, Bink, how about you, man? Any song that reminds you of a loved one in particular? Well, there's um, there the, the one country song. It's a little bit of a story to it. When I lost my buddy Frank, who, yep. like I said before, yeah. beside my wife was my best friend. Um, he he just told me that he was dying of cancer, and uh, was Frank the one in the car accident? Yes. Wow. Yeah, and that, from that point on, my nineteenth birthday, we came became best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, he, he tells me he's dying of cancer and he was so strong with it. I don't know if I could be that strong, but 
this was the night before this. So now it's Friday before, I think, Memorial Day weekend. And I'm in Booth Wynn. And we, we had to deliver some mobile calls down to the city. This is the Friday before Memorial Day weekend. So there were none of the guys were around. Somebody's got to get them there. So I stuck four, five mobile calls in the back of my pickup. And I, from Booth Win. So now I'm going to have 322 to 95, which is bumper to bumper to bumper. And I have to get off the Callow Hill exit. Mm. So I'm sitting in this traffic. I'm down by the stand. I was like, God, mm-hmm. I'm cursing. Bad, bad, bad. You know, I'm sitting in this traffic. I'm, I'm moving 100 feet every 25 minutes. And then it just hit me like, man, you know, I should be happy because there are so many people that would love the opportunity to say, this is all I have to do. And then I'm going home and having a great weekend. I'm thinking of my buddy, Frank. And then um, when I get where I'm going by Brad Paisley mm. and Dolly Parton came on. I don't know if you ever heard that song, but I started crying my eyes out because mm. it made me think of my buddy Frank. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, it moved me so, so much. And I said, how selfish is that of me to, you know, you take it for granted you every do. day. You, you take a lot for granted. Yeah. And that's what, ever since then, that song's been, uh, but really? it's cool that, you know, you're in the state of mind to acknowledge that and then appreciate that. You know, there's people that just, they don't even check themselves in that way. Like they right. just keep on thinking about themselves where I think knowing all three of us, you know, um, we'd be the kind of people to catch ourselves and like, you know what, man, yo, other people have it so much worse. I should be blessed. Right. You know, right. I am blessed as to what I have and, you know, and to settle. Sure. In. And that, that song is, uh, and as you said, Ave Maria <clears throat> at Christmas time. I go to the cemetery because everybody, I think I'm related to everybody in St. Peter Paul. It's somewhere or another. There's so much family out there. So Christmas time. I mean, we're right around you guys. So I think, you know, are when, we related? We cause We must be. No cause. When you pull into Peter Paul Cemetery, my dad's rule was radio goes off. Very cool. No music. Yeah. Turn the radio off. Yeah. So Christmas day, I would play music. That's the only day I would play music. So my grandmother's buried in one section. And I would always play Ave Maria by Perry Como. Mm-hmm. Had to be by Perry Como for mm-hmm. my grandmother. And I probably was out there 10 years in a row doing this. And one day I turned to my right and there's a big statue of Mary in the corners. And it says Ave Maria. I never noticed it before. Mm-hmm. I have so many to remind yeah. my mother. So many. Yeah, the too many. To, I mean, I have a whole playlist dedicated to mom. Okay. Phone. And it, it could be uh, Neil Sedaka laughing in the rain, Herb Alpert. Uh, okay. Tijuana Brass. Uh, you, you say this guy. Oh, this that's, a song. Wheel, that's a great song. That's a great song. What's the name of that song? This guy's in love with you. Is it okay? Yeah. Yeah. And, it's a great song. And uh, that and um, his girlfriend at the time was Claudine Langey. Oh, used go. to sing that's that to her. And she uh, later dated a guy named Spider Savage. She yeah. shot and killed him. Actually, the skier. Yeah, Spider Savage. Spider, huh? <laughs> yeah. She. Uh, How about yeah, that? She got off. Wow. I mean. She said he was abusive um, or something. Yeah, beating wow. her around. That's I remember that. I haven't heard that name, Spider Savage, forever. Yeah. But great song. And and then there's, um, I remember being a, I remember being really young, three, four. My mom giving me a bath, and she was all right. You know, she'd throw the toys sure. in there and let you play in the tub for a while, and she'd be getting ready to do whatever, and she would sing. I say a little prayer for you. Wow. That Dion Warwick. It has to be Dion Warwick's version. Yeah. That can sometimes, if it hits me right, it brings me to tears because I remember my mom just singing that to me. 
my mom, it was a ton of Irish tunes, um, like Irish folk songs. Mm -hmm. And then it was Mario Lanza, you know, then the, the great Caruso. I mean, but that would just, that lady would crank this. He got those stereos. Remember the stereos that were a piece of furniture? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that had yeah, the lift wood. the lid. Oh yeah. And that's what she Console. would get. She just wanted one of them all the time. And she would just crank this thing. And I know the neighbors could hear, but she didn't care, man. She just let that rip. But uh, Neil Diamond, Coming to America, I remember that. She's kicking out with that. And then, uh, again, uh, Marilyn's a big time. Uh, Perry Como. Perry Como was huge. Uh, huge. And, and then this guy, and I can't believe, I can't remember, I'm sending you a big bouquet of roses. Hmm. Uh, who is that? I'm not going to be able to know. Country wife. Was, I'm in Crozier Hospital, and there's a guy in the room with me. His name was Enrico. So I get talking to the guy, you know. I said, that's a cool name, man. He goes, my full name's Enrico. So I said, oh. He says, well, Mario Lanz is related to my dad. And my mom's maiden name was. So he's got two last <laughs> names. So, yeah. That's so, very cool. Of course, Crusoe was sure. a big. And he was in a. He was telling me he was a good guitar player. He's in a band. Wow, that's and, uh, cool. Yeah, it is. My wife's got two two cousins named Enrico. Really, Enrico, Enrico. Oh, Irish guys. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, they're they're from the Irish side. <laughs> great people too. Great, great people. people. That family. Great people. As a matter of fact, the one cousin Enrico lost his mom and dad. Aunt Mary died Friday night, and Uncle Jim oh, died God. Saturday morning. Mm. And they were married. Uh, I think very, very, very long time. And they were great people. And Uncle Jim, not to get off topic, yeah. he talked just like this. This is how he <laughs> talked exactly like this. I'm telling you. He was, you would have thought he was, uh, had a gun in his back. Uh, a great, great man. I might have had, I might have had an Uncle Jim with a gun in his back. <laughs> yeah. Uncle no, Jim. That's crazy. Jimmy. He, he has a great impersonation. Man. If you heard, if you ever heard I, him talk. I, yeah. Probably just like he, him. He, yeah. <laughs> One more time. I got that real fast. He, he was telling us one time, he was big with coupons, Uncle Jim. He was great with coupons. So one time, we're sitting around one of the family parties. My wife, the Italian side's huge. He was sitting around saying, I went into the store today. I came out. The guy owed me 75 cents. And I got $150 <laughs> worth of groceries. 75 cents. Hold on. I'm telling you. I was dying. I'm like, you gotta be kidding. That's hilarious, dude. That's a tribute to Uncle Jimmy Doc. Yeah, Great man. man. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, it was Eddie Arnold, by the way. Uh, country oh, Western, yeah, yeah, country yeah. Western singer, Eddie Arnold. Um, for that my mom loved. Oh, she would okay. play him he, all he, the he time. He sing another song, yeah. Make the World Go Away. Make the oh, yeah. world, world Go Away. Yeah, yeah. And take it off my shoulder. I, I was going to say, uh, when you were still wondering who sang that song, yeah. I was going to say, could it have been that Charlie Rich? Remember him? Oh, yeah. 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 Silver Fox. Remember behind closed doors. When did you get behind closed doors. Then she lets her hang down. And she makes me claim I'm a man. It reminds me of Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> no one knows what goes on behind closed doors. Starts with the piano. Yeah, remember? Ding, 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 ding. ding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a guy that was in that Smokey out, and the Bandit, the truck driver. He was a big country artist. Jerry Reed. Yeah. Was it Jerry, Jerry Reed? Reed. Yeah. yeah, he was. I used to get him confused with the one guy who, had, uh, who always uh, uh, stuttered. Oh, yeah. Mel, Mel, 
Mel not, something. Not Mel Haggard. I don't know why I was thinking of it. Not he was Matt. in a uh, – he might have been like Cannonball Run. His name was Mel. Like I'm trying to think, but yeah, I know Tell what us. you mean. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, Eddie Arnold, man. In fact, I'll sit there and break out on uh, some Eddie Arnold while I'm driving down the road. You know, and it could Eddie be Arnold. five or six songs. I mean, Anytime is another one. Uh, Make the World Go Away, Bouquet of Roses, and the Cowboy song, where he kind of does a little yodel in there. I'm t- I know it sounds yeah. corny, yeah. but it's a cool song, man. The guy's got I a fantastic voice. Eddie about. Arnold, check that out. Maybe we'll play an Eddie Arnold song. But All right, so uh, tough, tough question here. You're being launched into space. You may never be back again. What essential albums are you bringing? Just a couple of them, just off the top of your head. Go ahead, Bob. Well, def- I'm definitely bringing Phyllis Hyman. She's like one of my favorite singers. All right. Um, the Whispers, got to oh, have them. Yeah. The Whispers. Yeah. Sp- you Spinner. like The Whispers? I know, I know a few songs. Oh, Spinners, yeah. Main Ingredient. Oh, Spinners, great. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You know. Spinners are great. Um, we need a Spinners team, Bob. What's that? Hit, hit us with a Spinners. 12.45. Yeah. Heading for the subway home. Yeah. I took my time. time. <laughs> Not far away. Took I heard a funny sound, took a look around, and I could see her face. Come on. Smiling as she came, calling out my name. Now I. I can't do that. Nowhere to go. Okay, Bob. We got to do it real high. Nowhere to go. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, we, I think what we're going to have to do is step up into the 21st century and start videotaping these. Oh, my God. Start pot, uh, doing video, whatever it calls I, them. I video heard session. a good uh, song. That's an old song. But, uh, but Dean Martin sang it, and a, and a trumpet player named um, Chris Bodie was playing behind him. He's like, I grown accustomed to her face. People needed to see that because you look like the Pope <laughs> there for a give second. The trumpet, oh, blessing, <laughs> blessing big. Across the table. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. He, he just looked at fake folks and he just made this face. Like, I was thinking of Ultraman. <laughs> like, like, oh, yeah. I got my trumpet. I got Yeah. It was my beta capsule. <laughs> Red like uh, Lincoln. Oh, yeah. Lord. Fly back to the sun. Bank, what are you taking? That's pretty good. Uh, space. How many albums do I get to take? I, I mean, just. All right. So I'd have to, I would say I have to take uh, Abbey Road. Mm. Okay. Um, probably uh, Fragile from Yes. Uh, and probably uh, Foxtrot from Genesis. And uh, let's see. I have to take something heavy metal there. I'd have to bring uh, Sabotage from Sabbath. All right. I will take uh, Metallica's Black Album. Yep. Great album. Okay. I got to have that one. I would take uh, Stevie Wonder, Songs in the Key of Life. Another great album. Yeah, Incredible album. album. I would take the Beatles Love Song Collection. I don't know if you remember that album. Limited edition, I believe, brown with gold trim, gold writing on it. But it was yeah, like I think, yeah. 40 or 50 songs on there. You can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. I think it was actually four albums in there. That's all I can come to think of. And Oh, maybe. Oh, I would take an Al Miola. Album, I know. Yeah, I, like yeah, that, yeah. Um, I know he's kind of obscure. Maybe a lot of people haven't heard him. Jazz guitar is incredible. Oh, but that uh, stuff. yeah, you can just so good. Um, I would take, I would take that, and that's it for right now. You, know? you got to have music. Got to have music <clears> in space. But if, but if you don't, you know, got to listen to the same stuff. Yeah. Even though they would probably be MP3 files, right? You know, they're really not going to make an album. <laughs> yeah. Well, I listen. What I happens still if your iPod. needle breaks? I still have an iPod that iPod Classic with 160 gigs. 
and I can't get it to uh, turn on. Oh man. And there's so much music on. I have so like 53 days of music. Is, the, the, is it power? Um, will it take a charge? No. That's the, yeah. Cause you need, yeah. You need, I might take it to uh battery, take it to radio shack batteries plus bulbs. <laughs> Where's that at? There's one right on Baltimore Pike. Batteries plus bulbs? Yeah. Are you serious? I think they're a smaller business, yeah. Battery plus bulbs, folks. There's, there's on Baltimore Pike. It it by the Big and Tall Men's Shop, another small business. Big and Tall Men's Shop. Nearby Slack's Hoagie Shop. Yes. By Slack's yeah. Hoagie's. Yeah, I, I think uh, they may be able to take care of me. That's pretty cool. Pretty knowledgeable folks. Let us, let us know how you make out with that. I will. Um, okay. So we were launched in space. We know what we're bringing. Uh, you're going back in time. Now we're going to get a little funky here. Oh we're traveling back in time, right? We're like, yo, I got a time machine. Where you guys want to go? Where you want to go? Where would you want to go? Go ahead, Bob. Well, we're going to go three different places. I want to meet Wyatt and Doc. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, I think that would, Wyatt Earp and Doc all day. Hmm. That'd be pretty cool. Out of all the people that you could meet forever, you want to, you want to meet Wyatt and Doc. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I wonder if they're uh, anything uh, like Val Kilmer. And, uh, I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> I'm your Huckleberry. I forget. <laughs> I'm your Huckleberry. I'm your Huckleberry. He like his ghostly features because he's like he great death party, walking. Yeah. Oh my god, he plays fantastic. He's got something and, wrong now, unfortunately. In real life. Oh, does he really? Yeah. 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 Oh no. But he's got like I forget what he's suffering from back then. But <clears> it's <throat> like he's pale. He's sweating. <laughs> Oh, no, TB, tuberculosis. Tuberculosis, tuberculosis yeah. yeah. So but, he, he yeah. went to dental school at University of Penn, and uh, that was his practice. And uh, they said, you know, the doctor, his doctor with the tuberculosis, said that your best chance is to move out to Arizona, where the tombstone is. And be a gunfighter. <laughs> and he became a car player, gunfighter, and whatever. Dialect but he was a dentist. That's as bad as my music choices all over the place. A dentist <laughs> gunfighter. You know what? I think if we were alive back, I think you'd probably get along with him. You know, just because of that thing. <laughs> just because of like, you know, first of all, he's got some Pennsylvania, you know, roots. Yeah, that's pretty cool. We could talk about Penn, you Penn. They didn't have football back then, but we could still say, the future's him, bright man. for you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I was asking my dentist. I'm messing around and I'm going, is it true Doc Holiday was a dentist? He goes, well, yes. <laughs> Doc. He's like, yeah. As a matter of fact, there's a... Uh, Museum, a dental museum, and they got a whole thing dedicated to him. That's to pretty Doc cool. Holiday. It's really cool. Doc Holiday. <laughs> now, what year was that, really? Was that after the Civil War or after the Civil War? I think it was after, in the so 1880s. Because Wyatt Earp was still alive in the early 1900s, and he was still running with that. Or I married that lady mm. uh, wow. later on and traveled the world with her. Wow. That's pretty cool. But um, All right. it had to be the later 1800s. All right, so we just landed in the Wild West. Think, where are we wild. going for you? Uh, I guess for me it would be um, I, I'd probably want to go back to about 1968, 69, meet my brother who I never met who was murdered. Mm. Um, although that would be kind of very hard because I, you know, knowing what would happen, you can't change the course yeah. of history. Well, see, that's what we don't know. And in our own imaginations here, maybe we can. I mean, are we we're, just we're setting are, the rules. are we just viewers, or are we able to interact? We don't know. We don't know until we get there. Until we try. Until right, so I would have to skip you know, that date. So you're you know, going to? If I had that machine, I would see that date, and I, was, I think I would be so tempted to go there. You know, uh, and then maybe I'd probably go back and see my parents when they were kids. That'd be crazy. Just to see your parents walking around, know that they're like, they're they're going to be my mom and dad right yeah. there. I think it would be better to be wow. just a viewer. 
rather than be able to interact. Yeah, yeah, because that could, you know, go into a whole, you know, then you're going somewhere else. Sure. So I, I like to there. watch them and yeah. see all the crazy shenanigans yeah. my father got into and my mother. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, where are you going today? Hey, Tony, where you going? Hey, Tony, where you going? Hey, Tony, where you going? I'm going, I'm going to Ireland to meet my ancestors, uh, which hey. is totally opposite of the, hey, Tony, where you going? Because everybody's like, oh, it's hey, Tony. Tony. What hey, are you doing hey, here? Hey, Tony. You know, everybody here. assumes I'm 100% Italian. They have no idea my totally very, very half uh, Irish heritage there. But, uh, you know, I'm always tempted to, like, you know, I think about this. I'm thinking, you know, a couple thousand years prior, you know, which would be, you know, so you're saying Ireland? So you're beating my no, ancestors? No, I'm not. No, well. I'm not going. Okay, no, I'm sure saying. we, you know, we our ancestors probably knew. Probably each through rocks at each other. Probably through rocks. Probably through and paint rocks. ourselves blue. Maybe together. <laughs> you paint my back, I'll paint yours. <laughs> no, I'd go back a couple thousand years, man, and see if I can be uh, find uh, JC. And wow. Just sit back, you know what I mean, and just like be there to observe. But talk about hard. Mm. If I can only observe, that's a problem because that's not like I'm going to. And I know I can't do what I want to do. I'd want to interfere. I'd want to right, that's... Uh, intercept uh, you know, the, the acquisition of him by the Roman soldiers, sure. the beatings and all that kind of stuff, but and then, the crucifixion. But that's why he was there. Right. We're so, never forgiven if you stop that. Yeah. Right? So, you, right. yeah so you're all a bunch never, of sinners. We're right. never born If I get my God. way. Yeah. But you can't. Yeah. So to, I think the impact of actually going there, seeing that, the graphic reality of the horror which that was that we can't even fathom if you took in the smells and the just mm-hmm. decrepitness of the world back then and, and you know uh, the ruthlessness of the roman soldiers uh, that would be just horrifying to see that even though uh, i don't know if i got this that some of them uh, were mercy felt bad yeah they yes. felt bad like they felt like mm-hmm. we're you know we're we're doing mm-hmm. this to this guy and it's it's the wrong exactly the wrong right thing. even pilot didn't want it exactly yeah. he's like you know wet woos boabas <laughs> Remember? Bo-wabbis, yeah. Bo-wabbis. Bo-wabbis. Wet woos Boabas. Wet woos Boabas. Yes. Uh, Some levity there. <laughs> God like God invented humor. God he loved did, humor. Right? right? And I'm thinking, you know, what was he thinking the day he made ticks and mosquitoes? I don't get it. Maybe he was mad mm. at us. Just give them something. Just a little yeah, something. Mosquitoes get me. A little boy. something, something. Just to let them remind them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's what I would that, do. That would be, yeah. I mean, that, that would be, uh, for me. All right. So listen, something a little bit interesting today. Actually, you would not believe it. We're actually going on 52 minutes already. Wow. We'll fly when we're having fun. Thanks for listening to this episode of Finding Subjects Podcast. If you want to hear the rest of this conversation, tune in to episode 176. Coming your way the end of this week. Thanks for being here. Please share it if you like it. This is Tony, and you have been listening to Bink and Bob and myself here on Finding Subjects Podcast. Have a great day. See you. Bye.